Hello, everybody. Welcome to Show Me Hope. Another episode. Yay! The long-awaited episode. Yeah, I feel like every episode is getting longer awaited. <laughs> <laughs> longer awaited. <laughs> it's, it's like so. I was playing Wii Fit, right? Yeah. So, and then I noticed that. Uh, so basically, you run around and then you have to level up, and then every time you go to the next level you have to take a longer time before you can reach the next level so that's us exactly like you know you have to take level up level up choose a song level up okay i don't know how to sing that but anyway (laughs) okay so now we know now everybody knows what's coming next what level up no like a super long break (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah see we uh you know fitted that in really well yeah right (laughs) would you like to tell our amazing listeners what plans we have coming up yes our amazing listeners shout out to linsha and Umo. yay Woo-hoo. that um we will be taking a break indeed we will be taking about a two-month break yeah for us to go and find ourselves i'm fucking dying over here but the next two months yeah, we just, you know, you won't hear us speaking anymore. <laughs> I can't take myself seriously. Yeah, okay, why why are we taking a break? I think, okay, I'm honestly just feeling quite tired from everything in life. Yeah, just, um, I think I was just, like, taking up too many things to do on the side and have, like, this project, that project. And because I was unemployed earlier part of this year, so I felt even more like I should be doing more things but now that I have a job you know like commuting tires me out and I'm just like maybe I should rest on weekends that makes sense and Mm. somehow it's strange that we're recording this on the day they are taking the sick leave (laughs) (laughs) it's like me is tired me is resting I know right I don't know if I'll have energy if I didn't actually take the MC today kudos to you for Making it all the way here. Yeah, I, I was really, really tempted to... <laughs> to, like, nap. Yeah, to be like, um, you know what, I think I'm just going to see you... Uh, day. Not sure when. <laughs> even though I have already rescheduled once because we are into this, let our listeners wait a bit longer and a bit longer Mm-mm. situation. Yes, exactly. But I think that two months, like, the upcoming two months break will be really good for us. So just to think what kind of content we are putting out in the world. Mm-hmm, very important yeah so that you know look forward to hopefully better stuff coming up <laughs> soon <laughs> but i mean you have some ideas right we don't have to give it away i guess but i think like if if we do things week by week it it's quite hard la, to be honest to to actually do research and come up with something that's um more original right yeah we, we did think about the past few episodes that we have put out and sometimes we think that there can be a bit more research done rather than just you know recording it on the fly with yeah. three bullet points <laughs> yeah it's so tough because at the end of the day i feel like um a lot of things that's out there it's probably been they have probably been probably been talked to <laughs> about it's like has not talked for people. the whole day because she's on mc <laughs> yeah probably talked uh, about by a lot of people already but it's like how can we find um like new angles yeah, new exactly. perspective to discuss something yellow and it's like what can we bring to the table because otherwise then i mean maybe we are funny so we can <laughs> still <laughs> bring something to the table 
Yep. So I suppose <laughs> this is the the last episode in season one. Yay! Oh shit, it's the wrong one. <laughs> Yay, we did it, season one. I'm so proud of ourselves. We have like 16 episodes. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Quick, quick. Yeah, it's not bad already. Mm. Keep patting ourselves on the back. Every single episode, <laughs> we need that. <laughs> we need that. So what are we talking about today? Yes, what are we talking about today? Today, uh, according to Shu Feng's title, it's Let's Talk About Fashion. And the second title, <laughs> working title, Fashion for Dummies with Zhou Yijing. <laughs> dummies e- equals to me. So that's the role I'm going to play today. Mm. And mm. the objective of this episode is very, very simple. is to really just judge a book by its cover. So that's what I'll be doing today. Yes, I think yeah, it's quite funny to say the objective oh, already. <laughs> oh. But I do think that Spoilers. we should judge a book by its cover. You know, that's what I do. And yeah. that's what drives a lot of my buying decisions. Mm-hmm. R- whether it's buying a bottle of wine... Clearly, I know very much about wine. That's why I choose it based on the label. <laughs> or if I want to pick a book to read from <laughs> the library, it's like, yeah, I'm going to pick a book that I think is actually attractive to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's part of the package, right? Like, that's the, that's the first thing and the first impression you get about what's going to be in the content. And, like, most of the time, unless your friend is, like, dying to recommend this thing to you, you wouldn't even want to give it a try. And the truth is that, well, most of the time, if the cover is really good, I think the content can't be that bad. Or at least, like, if it's shit, at least, you know, the cover is nice. Yeah. Makes... It's a saving grace. <laughs> makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> I don't agree. When <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's the entire entirety of our episode today. That's it. <laughs> like, you don't have to listen anymore. Kidding! <laughs> oh stick around God. for our, the end of our Season one finale. Yeah. Actually, I just realized that um, whatever I just said about judging a book by its cover is like kind of okay. I wouldn't say completely opposite of like what I want to, what I'm gonna say afterwards. But yeah, it doesn't really make sense, all like because we're talking <laughs> about about like outdated and like tool fashion and things like that. Redefining what tool means. Yeah, redefining sounds so like you know like a new product launch that's actually not very useful but just pretend to redefine and make your life better which brings <laughs> us to the why of the episode like mm. why are we recording this okay i can answer that because okay, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like really inspired when i saw your latest article that was launched which is a very like mouthful article title name that i don't remember big anti energy <laughs> <laughs> abbreviated <laughs> abbreviated for sure I don't even know what's the real one basically I wrote an um, article for this media called Radii and they're a, a media that covers stories in, about contemporary China um, and their mission is basically to like let the world see what China is like right now like beyond just um, like thinking that China is a huge production factory and things like that so, I mean, that's very archaic. And obviously, I'm sure as everyone knows, like TikTok and all that. So, China is like, very big on tech also. So, this media also covers a lot of uh, stories on like tech and entrepreneurship. And this is not like a one-off thing you have with redefining what tool means, right? You have 
your amazing thesis. Ooh, yes. Called China Too Cool. Yes, plug, plug my book. Oh uh, yeah. <coughs> so I wrote a whole thesis called China Too Cool. Vernacular Innovations and Aesthetic Discontinuity of China. Yes. So now you have to explain <laughs> to the dummy what vernacular means. Vernacular basically just means like ordinary and like everyday people, you know, not not like professional things. I find it so funny. So what is that word like plebeian? My no <laughs> not <laughs> plebeian. <laughs> I mean, it's so ironic that a word for a pebblian like me is so difficult and cheap to understand. It's like, wait, what? That's describing my taste for fashion <laughs> and I didn't know that's what it means. Yeah, it's not for fashion, but isn't that the whole oh, point though? Oops. You know, like this academics come up with like very difficult words that precisely that people that describing cannot understand. The it's irony. Like kind of like making fun of them, right? <laughs> Christ in the corner. Okay, let's not get, get sidetracked by my inability to understand difficult words. It's okay, I'm there too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we want to start off the episode talking about why you have a passion. Do you think you have a, re- you have a passion to redefine what tool means? Or like, where did that come about? Mm, actually, I've been thinking about it. So, tool... Is what's the, what's the English equivalent of two? Just like outdated, um, unfashionable, uncouth, uncouth, uh. obiang. Oh, that's <laughs> not English, but you know. <laughs> okay, like, yeah, obiang, lockcock. What I don't even know what that means. Like just very backwards, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, um, I mean, the way fashion works is that it's a constant change and. Most of the time, people in power decides what is fashionable or like what is beautiful and what is cool. Whereas, um, and and that is usually in contrast to the previous one, such that like when the people of the lower class catch up to those in the like higher social standing wearing clothes that they are wearing, then they can move on to the next style, and th- it has to look obviously different from what the previous one is like, so that they can still um, show this segregation. And like that's like from there from there there is that concept of being like outdated, which is the tool, right? Like you're not you don't know what's the most fashionable thing. Like by the time it becomes fashionable for you, it's not fashionable for those in power and those that are like cool anymore. That makes it sound like some sort of a social movement, like a ground up social movement that people wants to redefine what cool means. I mean, is that even the origin of how China too cool became a thing? Mm, this one, actually, right, I would say that it's mm, it's a bit after, like, even beyond that, like, uh, it, you have to take a few steps. So that's, like, the, mo- <laughs> the most I'm, like, basic, mind right? blown. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the most basic. Yeah. But I think you might have had this experience before. So, like, in maybe growing up as a teenager, I think our generation, and maybe even more with Gen Z, like, um, it's quite common to do things ironically. Like, or yes. like using irony as a form of humor, like, you know, even if you think about memes or a lot of things, like it's it's ironic. Um and so Tuku has quite a lot of that. Like uh it's basically looking at clothes that are or like styles that are already outdated or like worn by like aunties and uncles or people from like small towns in China. But kind of embracing that as like something that um that they have seen in their past, but they're not necessarily saying that it's bad. Because, again, like I said, it's the people in power who decides what's good and bad, right? 
But are this decided by the people who are in power or are this decided or some sort of like a revolution by young people? Because it sounds very, you know, satirical, ironical. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole thing about like this too cool subculture and there's a reason why I, I think it's still a subculture because it um it's not like if you look at the styles most of it are like very saturated colors or like 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 exactly like you said very obiang and then like things that you don't um really associate with like being elegant or chic or, or like what people usually assume to be beautiful and and like you know timeless it's the exact opposite of that so like that in itself really stops certain people from wanting to uh, adopt it as a style because I think it's like it's not objectively like you know and it, it's not the kind of thing that will look on everyone it's not like a little black dress you know so you, it's like black is so it's so easy to look on anyone so it's one of those things that like mm, it already makes it difficult does that make sense? it does I find it very fascinating that people are trying to redefine what cool means. Mm, but it, can you kind of understand that, like, why it's coming for younger people? Because it's like it's like you're kind of being rebellious. Like, I don't yes. want I don't want things that are just like beautiful. Yeah. Well, speaking of being young and being rebellious, mm. we can talk about the most <laughs> hip fashion that we had growing oh my up. God. <laughs> I wow. can't I can't wait to talk about this subject. Yeah, so I'll show if you are like amazing at like transitioning. <laughs> Transition queen, that's me tonight. <laughs> yes. Do you think I should be a trans? At- Wait, okay, you know what? I just lost it. Come <laughs> on, okay, okay. Like, you have to, you know, like, let it come yeah, to you. When, when I try, it just yeah, is yeah. a flop. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, what's trendy growing up? Our favorite uh, fashion specific mm. pair of a uh, very ubiquitous pair of shorts. FBTs. And honestly, I really don't know what it stands for until you told me. Mm, so FBTs, the favorite shots of Singaporean girls actually stands for Football Thailand, right? So Football Thai Factory Sporting Goods is what it stands for. That is so mind-blowing. It's them random, right? Like, I wonder if they're thinking, oh, why is our product doing so well in Singapore? Someone needs to... Do a cover, like an origin story of FBTs and how it became huge. I'll read that. Yeah, right. That is so funny. I mean, we tried to dig a little bit, but there are no... Mm, like, nothing's really out there. It's just a thing. And like, I don't think most people thought much about it. Like, why did it become a thing? Well, my first encounter with FBT, uh, Very anecdotal, <laughs> non trend explanation coming up so like my personal experience with FBT is that I think the first time I saw it must be in secondary school because in mm. primary school I don't think anyone in our generation starting <laughs> <laughs> off a disclaimer in our generation I don't think it was a thing when I was in primary school I remember it became pretty huge in secondary school mm. yeah that's that's about the time I remember seeing it as well yeah and I honestly did think that it was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, I need to get a pair for myself too. Do you remember seeing it on someone specifically? Or was it like a group of people wearing it? Or you just see it popping out everywhere? I think it's the last one. I, I think it's just like everywhere somehow. Like you started noticing that, oh, why is everyone wearing this? Yeah, and I, I thought, at first I thought that the curved cut FETs were the ugliest shit ever. Looks like diapers. <laughs> 
and now I, I have one that I wear all the time at home. Mm. So times have changed. I've come to embrace this diapers look. But even when we were in secondary school, which was like 10 years ago, or more than that, yeah, more than that, um, the curve cut FBTs were really popular and they were popular because they are sexy because it makes your legs look longer and they're like way, way, way shorter than regular school shorts. Maybe that's also like one of the reasons why I didn't like it. Because you want to look sexy. Because I was a <laughs> very respectable young teenage girl that is like, <laughs> what is this? Lack of prudence. <laughs> um, <laughs> hard to believe that was you. <laughs> okay, honestly, I don't know. I just, I just, I really did think it looks very diapers, diapers mm-hmm. shape. Mm. Yeah, I mean, did did you get a first pair that was curved cut? I never got curved cuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I why? was the prudent. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, why? Uh? Yeah, pro- might be because it was a bit revealing for me, even though I'm like totally wearing curve cut like shorts today. Yeah, then it's super <laughs> short. Well, she, she's like flashing my butt the entire episode. She's like, oh, I was just, uh, <laughs> I'm at home, okay. I'm not like going to school. Okay, fine. That. Yeah, uh, but it's also weird because we, we go to a girl's school. I mean, we went to a girl's school, so don't really understand why you need to be sexy in a girl's school, but still. I don't think I don't really think the the rationale behind wearing curve cuts was b- because of the fact that it's sexy. Mm. Like I honestly don't know why people like that, but um I also feel that, you know, like sorry, I just cut it off, but with being in the girls' school we have a lot of freedom to explore. Because we don't worry about like, oh my god, what's what's the other gender gonna think? Mm. Possibly, but we do care a lot about what our peers are going to think. And because it became more and more of a thing, that it just felt like you needed to get a pair of that as well. No. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like, I, was, I was such a, like out-of-touch kid. <laughs> but it's, you still felt the urge to like buy it. Yeah, like. I, I thought it was cool. Mm. Yeah, I knew I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I just saw someone wearing it yesterday, but she didn't look like... a. a teenager so i'm not sure if this thing is still popular amongst teenagers yes so my job is supposed to ask my sister who's a teacher teaching in a primary no in a secondary school whether fbts is still popular and i asked her and she's like what question mark question mark like, she doesn't know what's fbts no she, she knows what fbts are she's okay. like what do you mean why, why do you ask this question they're just wearing school shorts like what kind of stupid question is that oh so i don't know maybe it stopped being a thing Okay. Question mark. I think it's also one of those um like because we had CCAs, right? And during like if you're in sports CCA I, I guess maybe you don't have to buy like five pairs of shorts, school shorts to wear it all the time. But at least like it's one of those things where you can it's the few insta- instances where you could wear something that's not uniform. Yeah. But at the same time it's like another form of uniform because everyone is wearing it. And it just shows that you're a secondary school kid if you're wearing that. Yeah, speaking of that, it's like how you want to be different, yet at the same time, mm. not different. I remember I, I thought that our school had all those, you know, like people from sports CA, they had their jackets, the yeah, sports yeah, yeah, jackets. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's because I wasn't from a sports CCA, so I was like, I really want one. But other CCAs had jackets also, right? It's just not nice. Yeah, it's just not nice. Them lame. It's not the varsity jacket kind of look. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like getting me so excited uh, about this. I know, right? It's really important because it stands for like your whole identity and like, you know, like are you of good taste or not? Kind so, function of fashion. Exactly. 
to divide and unite us at the same time. Yes, is to is to make you like actually it's it's also to make you different from the other groups that you want to segregate yourself from. And like the most classic example I say is by class lah, but obviously you know with um more youth subcultures, uh there I think people nowadays also tend to like want to associate more with um like whichever subculture or like whatever music they listen to or like just to show off their taste more than like to say which class you're in. I'm also just thinking when we're talking about this, whether do you think kids are more no, I feel like kids are less tolerant of someone being different. Mm. Because when we grow up grew up. No, <laughs> when we are st- well we are, we are still growing up. I don't know, we are constantly yeah, we're constantly like being told like we have to be more tolerant, more tolerant. Because I'm just thinking in school wasn't this girl? I don't remember her name, but she was just really weird and different. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking right? about. Right. And everybody's just like, oh, oh, this person is really weird. Right, right. So I'm just thinking like kids can be really fucking mean. Yeah, and that's why the like if you look at all those American <laughs> high school dramas, they always have like this different different groups and they're the more popular kids. And like if you're a weirdo that doesn't belong to any group, then good for you. <laughs> I mean, bad for you, you get like bullied or something. Mm. Yeah, I like that the divided and united by what we wear. Yeah, it totally is. And even in the case of school, like having a school uniform, there are still all these different signifiers. Like you were saying, the sports jackets or even, mm, I think like with socks and all that. I mean, even FVTs or so. It's like, if you wore FVT, you're maybe somewhat cooler than the people who don't wear FVTs. Okay, I remember my first experience buying a pair of FVTs. I went to like Coronation Plaza, which is this really old <laughs> mall near our school. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, I have to go into this very dubious looking shop to buy this pair of shorts that everyone else is wearing. Mm. And then when I got my first pair, I was like, wow. I you feel, feel like so an adult. <laughs> no, I, no, no, actually, I've never cared about being in the in group, whatever that means. But I thought like, oh my god, I'm so in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I really felt that way. Like you got this thing that the cool people in school, which, which was actually everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you know what? This. Yeah, but I really felt that way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I did feel the urge that I need to get this pair of shorts too. Right? Yeah. Hmm. That was so long ago. <sighs> so one of those things, were there other stuff in school? I mean, that's the one thing that I can remember most vividly. Mm. We had another point, right, about how School in JC, you tuck in or tuck out. Yeah, so in you know JC, when JC is only two years, right? It's quite short. But basically, when we joined and we had to change the uniform, like uh, before our years, most of the seniors love to tuck out the uniform, and I think that was like the cool, like rebellious look to have this like really long. I never liked that look. Yeah, like very short skirt, then like very long top, then it looks like, you know, oh. you're already wearing a skirt or something like that. Like, like them early and Yeah, exactly, that kind of proportion. Um, then, like, the school tried to change that, or rather, like, they tried to accommodate and to still make it look somewhat neat. So they started making rubber bands at the bottom <laughs> of the of the shirts so that you don't need to actually tuck in and it still, like, look kind of tucked in. Yeah. Yeah, so... Then what? Like everybody, everybody just started wearing their skirts really, really high up, all the way to the boobs. Okay, no, <laughs> pretty much so if you have a short torso. But yeah, exactly. Like after they made that change, everyone started tucking in their shorts, almost like in rebellion again. It's like you just don't want to wear what the school makes you wear. 
I think that's the thing. Like, mm. we hate being told what to do. So fashion is kind of a way for you to be expressive and to tell the world that I'm different. Like, fuck you bitches. Even if, you know, you're actually not that different. But it's the way you do it. Yeah, it is. And it's like the the most obvious way. But also it's like, you know, we do it in a way that's kind of treading the lines. Like, you're still wearing the uniform, but you're just not wearing it properly. And it's... In, in fact, like the whole tuck in thing, it's not even improper. It's like super proper, <laughs> but it's just not like what the school changed your uniform for. The schools will be like, those stupid kids fell for it. Now they are <laughs> so tucking in their shirts. Yeah, man. <laughs> probably, probably. Okay, so that's uh, fa- our fashion growing up. Mm. So, next point is what? Singapore fashion nostalgia. Yeah, I don't know if it's nostalgia. Why did I say nostalgia? Just like Singapore fashion. Uh. Okay, so that was what we just discussed. Mm, the nostalgic part, I guess. Um, yeah, and then more like Singapore fashion stereotypes. But like, it's interesting that we, we mostly remember all these things growing up or like we feel that um, in puberty in our teenage years, we, want to, we like to experiment more. And I mean, I think about also whether in like adulthood in Singapore, like, do people still have the space to experiment or like you know that sounds so sad I want to cry already don't cry (laughs) (laughs) I mean okay the way I like to be different especially when I was in school like university was actually to dye my hair Mm. so I love dyeing my hair crazy colours you love to dye your hair too but But it's always the same colour it's always orange (laughs) 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 okay now I I just realised so scrap that (laughs) but like that's the that's the wow not no that's the most eye catching way of mm. doing it makes sense makes sense I I realize actually quite a lot of people in Singapore they say dye their hair like younger people or even if it's brown right they always like ten different shades of brown I think that's just a very bad dye job. No, 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 not on the oh. same head. As in, like, oh. if I'm on the MRT and like if I'm going down the escalator, <laughs> I'll see like ten different browns. I was then like, I'll compare them. You know. Right. Like, this oh one has God. a green base. This one has a red base. Right. I was like, thing. wow, that person just got her hair like, <laughs> fucked up. It's like ten different shades of brown on one head. <laughs> okay. Mm. So it's like hairstyle is one thing, mm. and then now that we are, you know, working adults, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so confident that I'm a working adult. <laughs> the way I say it. There's a what spin to block shop style versus <laughs> bougie style. Oh my god. Yeah, so we're we're just like totally, you know, stereotyping people yeah. here. <laughs> Our favorite. We are judging activity. a book by its cover. Yeah, in fact like, we're deciding the different kinds of covers there are, you know, like the teenage uh romance type of cover mm. or is this like uh So what cover is FPTs? Teenage <sighs> paranormal romance. Paranormal. <laughs> I don't even know. I want to say like something sporty, but I don't know what's a book that is sporty. That no, even make sense. no. They just dress sporty, but no one actually really does sports in this teenage romance novel. Yeah, maybe it's teenage romance novel then. So uh, what's the book cover going up? Okay, we have to first split them into like people who have to actually dress for work. Mm. Like professionally versus people who don't. So I the broad generalization would be people who work in tech versus people who work in other businesses like banking, finance. I think that's the same thing. <laughs> Repetitive, that is me. Okay, so, right, like, 
in Singapore is is mostly like the professional people are quite you know quite standard. They have that suits look, mostly like black and white uh, or like dull colored dresses, pastel colored dresses. Yeah, maybe that effortlessly chic. <laughs> yeah, that's the um. I guess if you want to be a bit more different as an office lady, that's what you can wear. Even though like that's that's also just everyone lah. Yeah. <laughs> like how different can you be? Oh I can I can name the few elements really, like ruffles, uh like A line skirt or you know floral skater dress. dress. Skater dress can or not? Is it a bit too Oh sorry, playful? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> coming from a tech background, <laughs> I'm not describing this well. Oh, I was gonna say floral, but maybe floral is also a bit too playful. No, I don't think so. I guess it depends on what kind of floral and the, and the cut. Obviously. Yeah, the material. Yeah, the material. Um, so I have to say this that like our friend Lin Chao always say that <laughs> because she she works in a professional setting and she will say that a lot of young people like to sometimes some young people like to wear um, rompers or shorts that are actually like just because they're wearing shorts they feel that it's okay to have it short like have it really short whereas that actually looks very unprofessional also because they're showing a lot of legs. And like, you know, just because you're not wearing a skirt doesn't mean that you can have it really short. Wait, I don't understand. So these young people are interning for the company? No, they're working for the company. Oh, they're like full-timers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who decides to go in to a professional setting that kind of, that, not kind of, but that expects them to come in in professional attire, wearing mm. shorts. Mm. Or maybe rompers. I guess rompers is, actually rompers is also very, unpro- I mean like, it's not like, uh, you don't feel like you're doing business, right? If you're, if you're wearing rompers. What kind of rompers? They can, yeah, romper shorts. Oh. Like, yeah, not, oh. not, not jumpsuits, you know. Right. Yeah. Oof. People have a very different idea of what professional means. Yeah, that's the thing because it's not a school. I mean, obviously they don't want to prescribe like your skirt must be how long, the kind of thing. Um, But then it's kind of like, up to your own understanding and imagination to think like what you can how how far you can push the boundary yes when I was in university I remember going for those professional dressing classes <laughs> what did they teach you? yeah they're like how, what should you wear um, what kind of like how tall should your heels be what, what colour like tie belt whatever like all those like really boring shit and I remember wearing, the, wearing a pair of heels and I was sitting in the front row listening to the teacher talk and I was just like, okay, these shoes are kidding my feet. So I kicked them off. So I just like, you know, sit on the chair in the classroom listening to the teacher talk with my bare feet out. I mean, that's fine, right? No? <gasps> I mean, you're in, in school? Yeah, like in school. Like I was in school. school. I was, okay, anyway, so apparently that wasn't fine. And she's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Okay, she didn't say do, but she's like, what's wrong with you? Can you wear your shoes properly? Young lady. No, no, this like, is inappropriate. I felt so shamed. <laughs> she said that in front of the class. Maybe. Yikes. Okay, so enough about, you know, people who are forced to wear something that they maybe don't want to wear. Um, but what about people in tech or like arts uh, organizations that are, I think, definitely freer? Maybe arts would be a better place to talk about expression in fashion because honestly, everyone in tech wears the same shit. What, t-shirt and pants? Yeah, and, and I swear in but my what old... What do girls wear? Because girls don't wear t-shirts and t-shirt and pants, right? Okay, so in my old company, it was pretty huge. Mm. And then there were multiple times that you will see like the guys wearing the same 
outfit from <laughs> Uniqlo or the girls wearing the same tops from Uniqlo. It's like everybody just shops from the same place. Okay, I, I can like you think can of yeah. right. It's like Uniqlo know, is like affordable but um somewhat casual, professional. Yeah, Uniqlo is a uniform in itself, like. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like tech is a very uniform, like they have a mm. very. It's like okay, you are free to wear whatever you want, but actually people don't wear whatever they want. Mm, they wear to conform. Is it? Is that not just what they want? Like maybe they don't want other things. Maybe, but honestly, I I, I very very rarely see someone dress up. Mm, I see what you mean. Like if everyone else is just very plain and you dress up, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, exactly. So mm. that was with my old company, with my new company. It's a French company. Everyone's pretty chill about what they want to wear. Mm. And do people experiment more? Yeah, actually, I do feel so. Maybe because people are, the people are also a bit older. In my old company, people just graduated. Whereas oh. now, the people I'm working with are in their 30s. So they pretty much have figured out what kind of clothes they like to wear. Okay. It's mm. a learning curve there. <laughs> you start off with a uniform and then you figure out, like, how do I face out of this uniform situation? And then you find a new type of uniform. Yeah, <laughs> which is... Yeah, that's true. Usually like this. And in your industry? Um, actually, right, I think even in arts, unless you're an artist and you can really just wear whatever, if you're working in the arts, actually, you're still doing a lot of very administrative things. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> what, what the music for administrative <laughs> things? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it. It was like the, the jingle, like, you know, the fairy <laughs> sound. Yeah. Okay, the Cinderella Godmother sound. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that was quite funny. Um, but so yeah. Um so we also have things like you're not supposed to wear shorts or you cannot wear slippers and all that. Um but yeah, actually recently we have a new colleague. She was an intern last time and like I love her style. She she changes her outfit like every day and it's all it's all very well put together. That's yeah. amazing. And you don't? I don't know. Uh, I just like I wake up and such I'm like, a shame. What but a also, shame. I realize that most of my clothes are not very work appropriate. Oh, right. Yeah, showing so too much skin. Yeah, too mm. tight or like too colorful, too I don't know what, or like too weird, too kiddish looking. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna take you seriously. Exactly. Exactly. See, all, like all my colleagues wear black. Okay, so oh shit, that's a very art industry thing. So yeah, mm. art and tech. <laughs> like yeah, super black, easy. Like it's supposed to be very different, but somehow a lot of similarities. <sighs> exactly. Okay, so do we have more stereotypes of people that we want to like hammer? <laughs> <laughs> like yes, this is how you put people into boxes and <gasps> identify what industry they work from or work in. Yeah, but like outside of work, you know, let's think about so. Just now you, you mentioned like the whole bougie style and the blog shop style, right? So I think those are quite category um we can kind of categor- categorize them according to places that they will go. Like don't you think there's a cafe look? Yes. Or so? <laughs> oh my god. I was just thinking like you go to the cafe, you see everybody dressed the same way. <laughs> Please tell us Shufan what's what is this way that Singaporeans love to dress when they go to cafes? What are some elements? Some elements. Hmm. Well, okay, this is like, basically they will dress. Okay, now my brain is like, <laughs> someone save me from this. Dresses. I mean, yeah, dresses, but it's kind of like people have 
certain type of clothes they wear to different okay yeah like duh like to different <laughs> functions right mm. so with mm. cafes people generally put in a bit more effort I feel especially I, I think also because cafes is where people go either on a date mm. or with their girlfriends to take photos and post on Instagram yeah so like that's two occasions for you to dress up right yeah yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that uh, I would say that most cafes in Singapore like um, they invite people to dress in a more feminine manner. Like like you said, whether it's to go on dates or even if you go out with your girlfriends, most of the cafes have this like, um, you know, very the bougie style, like all the palm tree leaves and like the curvy, curvy Instagram font. And you know what I'm saying, right? Those <laughs> <laughs> motivational messages. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh my God. Yeah, so oh. that kind of like, for like the um, pastel colors and things like that. Uh, so... Very scenic, uh, very f- easy to take. Very calm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like take all the flat lay, so it kind of invites you to dress in a manner that is also mm, c- more like, you know, use our <laughs> most hated buzzwords, effortless and chic. <laughs> <laughs> our favourite um, way to describe fashion. Yeah, everyone's, every blog shop's favourite way to describe <laughs> fashion. Like when, when they want to talk about, uh, how do you dress for a date? You know, dress in the most effortless and chic way. And it's it like, honestly, it doesn't even matter what you dress. E- everything can be effortless and chic. Like what I'm wearing today? Yeah, exactly. Hey, you too. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> effortless, yes, chic. I, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, just need to, you know. Okay, so what, what are you wearing today? You have to t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing a t-shirt and curve cut shorts. <laughs> your t-shirt, what does your t-shirt say? My t-shirt is from Unico. Taipei. Yeah. So it's like this, this, I don't even know what it is, a cartoon, a monster, eating a bowl of what looks like ice kacang, but probably not. Cause it it's is. It is. <gasps> Really? Yeah, chi bing lo. In Taiwan, they also eat what? Oh. And Shu Fang is wearing a grey jersey dress with pockets. Yeah, that's, that's the only cute. thing anyone needs. Yeah, like, girls always get very excited when their dresses and skirts have pockets. Yeah, that's because, like, we live in a society that somehow clothes manufacturers don't want to give us pockets. They want to save money, actually. I thought that was because, like, oh, girls have bigger hips, so they want to destroy the curve by... Mm, I don't know. That's so not true. I think they just want to save money and but save labor. But then why can guys have bigger pockets? I guess guys just ask for it. Like, they expect that of their clothes. Like, what's a pair of pants with no pockets? <sighs> Feels like we're going to sidetrack to a different topic. <laughs> like, girls should stand up for themselves and ask for bigger pockets. <laughs> I know, if you ask for, like, bigger size models, then you see bigger size models. If you ask for more pockets, maybe you see more pockets. I, clearly no one thinks this is like an important enough issue yeah should make it a thing hashtag more pockets no no, no. hashtag bigger pockets <laughs> bigger pockets yeah you know like girls are expected to be dainty and like carry little bags around isn't that why you have bigger pockets no you put your things in your bags but you have very dainty bags um yeah you're just supposed to not have anything okay oh right <laughs> okay be helpless and then um wait for the guys to like yeah. Pluck out their huge wallet from <laughs> their huge pocket. <laughs> oh, is that like a money sound effect? Kaching, kaching. <laughs> <laughs> DIY. DIY. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's about. We actually have so little stereotypes there. We are like, is this the butt of Singapore? <laughs> wow. No. I mean, we are talking about people in our age group, right? So yeah. 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 Adults mostly. 
I mean, mm. there are people who are a bit more stylish and... Oh my god, I want to throw out this um, stereotype slash yes. style yes. of... Exactly like you said, like the so-called more um, stylish or like more fashion or trendy middle-aged women who that will usually like to wear big statement necklaces. Like it's a thing, those long dangly necklaces. There's just something about like bright clashing colours and dangly necklaces and like very straight cut hair, like bob cuts or like short hairstyles. Yes. Yeah, but something about those big dangly uh, statement necklaces that's like very middle-aged woman for me. And what kind of vibe do they give off? Like very confident, shrouding their room like they own the place. Yeah, it's usually like the um, management <laughs> level. Yeah, I would say like someone that's in an ad agency or like ad uh, industry. Okay, I don't really have... Ex- okay, no, I don't really... I don't have experience with the ad, ad agency industries. But what I'm thinking of is people who wear statement pieces. Usually they are clothes. It's pretty plain, but it's either the shape of it. Mm-mm. It's a bit out of the ordinary that most people wouldn't dare to try it. And like you said, a very... Somehow their, their hairstyle just screams confidence. Like, I'm a confident woman, you know? Something like that. I know, right? Actually, I really admire those people. They can keep their hair, like, so neat. Yeah, and usually, it like... It makes a huge difference. Mm, that's true. Like, when your hair is very neat and sharp, then you look very sharp also. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, meanwhile, yeah. my hair is, like, you know, all the baby hair is flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's us. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking, though, like, do, do I aspire to be like them? I don't know. Maybe we are still growing to it. We'll figure out our own style. To be this episode to be updated ten years uh, later. Yeah. Okay, let's let's think. Do you think ten years later you will have that kind of like very sharp look? No. I don't think I will so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's one of those things that like yeah, either you are or you aren't. I think sometimes I aspire to be that or I try to buy uh clothes or try to look that way, but I yeah, I just eventually I, I can't really carry that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what your style will be 10 years later. Mm, I think it'll be the same. Eh? Yeah, I feel like it'll be quite similar, but probably with different changes in your life stage, it's going to be perhaps more utilitarian. Yeah, my clothes are very utilitarian. More utilitarian. Okay. <laughs> Bigger pockets, <laughs> fanny packs. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just wear more socks, right? Like more colourful socks. We start wearing colourful gloves. <laughs> Ew, that's gross. <laughs> oh, gross. That's what you say now, but let's see. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, this is, uh, what? To be updated. Ten years later, if we're still friends. Teaser. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're just like throwing out a bomb. <laughs> if that is the case. Okay, so see you guys 10 years later. Yeah, no promises, guys. Don't know when we'll be back. I mean, yeah, we did say when we'll be back, but you know. <laughs> yeah, as you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are other more important things in life. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's unfortunate. Well, mostly, you know, end of the year. Yay! Look forward Yay. to that. Is there like a happy, what, what do you want? Anticipating type of sound effect. How about that one? Whatever. The, the scary one. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, guys.